A lot of people asking, and we're back for episode three, Super Bowl Sunday edition on a Thursday. We got Vinny Rubinaccio as a co-host. We got myself, DTP, as a co-host. We got Jimmy Heber on the audio. We got Michael Weiss, and we have the shark himself, Babic Musarabe, as a special guest. And let's get it rolling. We just woke up, smelled the Cafe Bustello, and we got Michael Weiss joining us again. Back by popular demand. All three of our listeners said, get Michael Weiss on this podcast. And what did we do? We made it happen. Again. Again. The fucking champ is here, baby. 2-0 and already. 2-0. and 2-0. and well, the let's Georgia the Tech money the... line. Dan McGill says take Notre Dame, and I jam home that money line like no one else. Plus two ten, cash in the bank. For all, for all our follow listeners, follow, follow. What what word am I looking for, Vinny? Please. Fellow, fellow. Okay, for all our fellow listeners, Michael Weiss gave you a lead pipe lock. Not only was it a winner, but it was a money line winner, baby. Was it minus 110? Was it minus 120? Was it even money? But it was plus 220. Some people got it at 220, and we gave it to you live. A lot of people asking. That's why we got Michael Weiss back. The Hebrew hammer saw the ball in depression after the Steelers' loss, comes back and gives us a a lockopotamus, a lockodial Dundee. All right, let's get it started and rolling with our first ad. Oh my God, Victor, that Springfield game was fun the other day. Oh, you went to the Springfield Falcons game? No, silly. I went to the Springfield Sting. Is that that new basketball team that plays all of their home games at the Basketball Hall of Fame? You sure are right. And get this, the tickets are only $10. And if you go on their website right now and you type in springfieldsting.com slash gambler, you will get 20% off. Oh, my God. I already have it up and loaded. I cannot believe that this is this easy. It sure is. And guess what? If what? <laughs> if you bet on the Patriots this weekend, your first ticket's free. Oh, my God. So you heard it here first. Head on down to Springfield Sting at the Basketball Hall of Fame. Saturdays with Coach Steve Sobel, you'll have a hoot. Have fun and be safe because, remember, you're still in Springfield. And if you can make it through an entire Springfield Sting game and listen to this podcast, then you should go and jump off a bridge. (laughs) Oh, and we're back. Great ad, Victor. That's great. Let's talk a little bit about, now that we're back, let's talk a little bit about our lead pipe lock recap and talk about our bets that we placed this weekend um, for our listeners. Um, I mean, I I had nothing because there was nothing going on. I did go to the casino. I bet 17 hard, and I came out a loser. Let's just say um, the amount was exceeded for my TD bank account that day. So I was not allowed ben, to take You're just not good at capping or gambling. No, I'm a pretty good capper, but when it comes to the casino, I'm just another loser. Um, uh, Victor, tell us about your what, what happened with that Pro Bowl over. I really don't want to talk about it, but I will talk about it. First of all, when the fuck is the Pro Bowl in Tampa? And second of all, the weather in fucking Tampa, if 50 degrees isn't Tampa and Florida, I don't understand that. Nobody told me that there was a venue change from Hawaii. Everyone's always just mm-hmm. literally just airing it out, putting on performance. You got the lace it's not in the Hawaii. It's not in Hawaii. It was in Tampa, and everyone's yeah. So I don't know about that. Jason Garrett takes it. He took this game more serious, I think, than the NFC Championship game. Uh, and Andy Reid is a full-blown asshole. I, that guy will never win. A Super Bowl. I have something sickening to tell you. One of the gentlemen on this podcast 
ended up taking the under. And I'll give you a, I'll give you a hint. It wasn't the person who's telling you this right now. Ooh, oh my god, Vinny. They should call you Judas. I feel like I got stabbed in the back. Benedict Arnold. Vin goes, Vin goes, fuck the predictor. I'm taking the under. He's always a mush. I can screenshot you the text right now. Dude. Oh, my God. Fade Victor right now. He's cold. Dude, Odell Beckham doing his dance-off in the middle of plays. Like, what the hell is going on? I was infuriated. I don't even know what infuriated means, but it sounds right in this situation. But literally nothing pisses me off more than when everyone's having fun and you're losing a bet and have absolutely no chance of hitting that bet. And he's doing the stanky leg on my grave. Did you see him dancing with the cheerleaders? Everyone was having a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Except the the over... Including Vinny. Vinny was having the best time. There was challenges against my scoring plays. There was goal line stands. Yes. Kirk Cousins was doing an 80-yard sprint downfield to try and stop. Was it Akeem Talib from scoring a touchdown? I've never yeah. seen something like this. Dude, they, they had the under. And Phillip Rivers, I, I'm done with every, like. I hate Philip Rivers, and it kills me to say that. But he, I didn't even know sacks were allowed in the Pro Bowl, but he was sacked a, a Pro Bowl high like seven times. Victor, why don't you like lay Philip Rivers to rest right now? Let's hear everything. You know, it really, what's your top yeah, five worst Philip Rivers betting losses? I I don't know. There's little. Uh, there's hundreds and thousands, but there's nothing worse than Philip Rivers. All he had to do was hike the ball and kneel it, and that was it. That's all we had to do. Philip Rivers fumbles the snap. I'll never forget this. It was a Monday night in Amherst. The power was out. It was freezing cold. Me and Vinny were together snuggling. I don't know if we're snuggling. But Philip Rivers, this guy can fuck up a wet dream. All he has to do, hike the ball and just knee it. And the game is over. We got our, we're counting our calf. It bobbles it. And boom, we lose the game. But, like, I have so much love and hate for that man. Like, him, he's just like. His, his performance uh, versus the Patriots back in, like, 07 with the torn ACL though that was a thing of legends ever I I can never question his fight but it's just taken such a toll on my body on my bank account that I I have to give him up Uh, oh oh yeah this is another thing about the locks Ray Lewis gave a pump-up speech before that Pro Bowl to play this game like it was your last game and I don't know what the hell was going on, but defenses showed up. They were letting Ezekiel Elliott tackle streakers on the field. I, I, I don't know what the fuck happened in that Pro Bowl. There was more D in that Pro Bowl than Rashad Wright, and that's hard to top. Yeah, because everyone knows who that is. Um, so, <laughs> Well, Rashad has a huge lower middle area, if you know what I mean. A huge lower middle area. And I saw it only because he accidentally posted it on his Snap story instead of sending it directly to that, one person. That thing was larger than a helicopter. Let's just say it did not fit on the screen. <laughs> we got so we got Babak Mortazavi coming on the on the program. He's a he's a longtime friend, uh Santa Monica native. Uh, we're going to be interviewing him, asking him everything he knows about sports betting, his best stories about Super Bowl week, and uh, some stories he's going to share with us. Let's get uh, let's get the segment going, Bob. We're going to get we're going to send it over to our interview. This is uh, going to be part of our interview series, the D-Gen of the Week special. Uh, let's get it rolling with the the biggest D-Gen we know, Bob. Ock. How, how, how you doing? doing? Oh, good, 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 guys. Good. Just you know, super excited for this week. This weekend, 
Yeah. Super Bowl yeah. is like it's a gambling Christmas. It it really is. It really is. It's the best week of all. I mean, you got prop bets. Of course, you got money line. You got spreads. You got everything. But I mean, I it's it's one of those times. But anyway, before we get too far into everything, Bob, let's let's get a little you know get a little audio resume from you. How we know you and uh, uh, how how you're just another one of these great degenerates of the, of the industry. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, I'm the guy who knows the guy who knows the guy. So. Back before, back before, well, Vinny was just a gambling pup, you know, he would call me up and, hey, Bob, hey, can I get, uh, can I have a little action? You know, I'd, I'd take, I'd, I'd take Vinny's action and i go, Vinny, uh, I, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. He goes, no, it's a lock. It's a lock. That's back <laughs> when Vinny was stealing his lunch money, you know, trying to oh. double it up so he can buy a bottle of, uh, what is it, ruble vodka? The one that comes in plastic? Rubinoff. Victor and I were like, we were texting you all the time. Like, Victor's like, get Babak. We need to put a bet in. We need to get a game. New York Knicks. They're getting, a lot <laughs> Getting the bets in. Getting the bets in. So there's a degenerate in all of us, and then that's that's the great bond. A life without action is a life that I don't want to live. You know, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I, I can go to any bar, and, you know, you'll see a guy to 20-point blowout. He's holding his beard. He's all stressed out. It's the middle left, you know. Scrubs are in, and he's freaking out. And I know exactly what he's doing. So I walk over to him. I go, "Hey, what do you got? The over, the under? What's going on over here?" You know. <laughs> you can relate. You can relate to these things. Yeah. Gambling is like its own. It's an, it's its own language. I think between Neanderthal um, men in America these days. That's such a good point. It's it's always interesting going to a bar and like. Seeing these people are clearly not rooting for each team, but rather they're rooting for the over/under or they're rooting for the spread of a game. And you yeah. know, there's a lot of am- there's a lot of amateurs out there. You know, there's not a lot of true DGens out there. So you, most of the time, it's it's people rooting against you when you go to a bar. I feel like because we always we're not public betters. That's how me and Victor bet at least. Uh, yeah. We always bet against the public. We go with Vegas. I don't know about you, but most of the time we're the enemy of the crowd. The enemy. I, I I stay silent until the final final whistle. Then I go shots on me. <laughs> at least you're. At least you donate. That's a good thing. Whenever I win, I feel like the king of the world. Hey guys, want to go out for a lobster dinner tonight? You want to go? You want to go to the club? I'll buy us a table. You know, things That's like right. that. You know. But then when you lose, hey hey, could I live at your apartment for a couple days or maybe the month? Listen, we've all been there. We've all been there. Exactly how you feel. When I'm a winner, everyone's a winner. That's how I like yeah. to feel. You just had a kid. Congratulations. Um, yeah. Marcello, is that correct? His name is uh, Baby Marcello. And uh, you know, I named him after, after my first bookie. Uh, that's why I, I named him after. Because uh, I needed a discount. So I told the guy, hey, man, I had a bad week. If I name my son after you, you know, you cut me a break here. He goes, all right. All right. 40% off. Forty percent off. No, in all seriousness, no. But uh, it's 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 been great. It's been baby came actually at the perfect time, early December. Or so, want to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl? Um, you know, it's coming up right now. I know. I think Bob, you had the. This literally got me out of the whole a whole. I I gave up gambling for about sixty days after that UConn basketball game, and I said, yeah. you know what? I'll take one bet because I know it's a lock. We took the Broncos last year. And I just texted you to make sure, um, and I think you had the Broncos as well. I think we cashed in very, very heavy that night, and the under. It was a beautiful, beautiful night. That was a beautiful night, man. That was a beautiful night. I think everyone was pounding the Panthers last year, and uh, you know, you and I went the opposite way. Yeah, clean house. We went to everybody pounded the Pan- Panthers. It was. Really, I was waiting each game. I, I think I bet it wrong for like 15 straight games. I was going against the Panthers every single week. So uh, that finally cashed in. We took the Broncos that that time. And, and it's Super Bowl season again right now. So what are your thoughts on the Falcons-Patriots unbiased opinion? You're, you're in L.A. You're not a Patriots fan. So what are, what are, your, what are your thoughts about the game? Um, you know, I, I look for signs. I look for signs, and I don't know about you guys. I'm looking at this line, and, you know, isn't it strange? I mean, it's been sitting on three all week. It won't move. It won't move. 
all that Patriots money coming in, but the line's not moving. It's staying at three, but they've been putting it at minus 120 and minus 130 on the Patriots. But I, I really think that it it's going to stay at three. I doubt that it goes to three and a half, and I know for certain it won't go to two and a half. So you might as well wait it out to see if it comes down from minus 120 to minus 110. But the, yeah. the Seattle Patriots game, that went – I think the Patriots were minus three or minus two, and that heavily went down to like maybe even by the end of the game. Remember that oh, one? Yeah, you're right. And, it, went, it, went, it went towards Seattle by the end of the game. And, but I'm looking for something. You know, if it goes to two and a half or two, I'll be terrified. I really think the Patriots will not win that game if it goes to two and a half or two. I'm, I'm going to tell a quick story real quick about about, uh, about a bad beat. Please since do. We're talking, since we're talking Super Bowl. And, you know, sometimes – you know, if your team's not in it, you're kind of indifferent. You're looking for a sign. You're looking for a reason. You know, this is a couple of years ago, the uh, Seattle-Denver Super Bowl. And, you know, Denver offense looking great. Seattle defense looking good. But they're, they're upstarts. And I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, I go, you know, ah, who am I going to bet on? i got to bet on somebody here. can't, you know, not bet on a Super Bowl. And I'm thinking, you know, Denver offense, Peyton, you know, he go to the line, he'll check, he'll keep them off balance, so and forth, so and so. It'll be good. You know what? But what about Seattle's defense? You know, it's, it's before the game, you know, you couldn't really, couldn't really understand what I was going to do. And then I remember thinking, you know, it's Super Bowl is around the Chinese New Year time, right? So I see a sign, and it says Chinese New Year. And then it's a big animal. It's a horse. It goes, the year of the horse. And I go, that's it. God has given me a sign. I'm betting the house on the Broncos. I go to I go to a local establishment. I get a table. I'm inviting strangers. Everything. Game's about to start. And then all downhill from there. By halftime, I'm telling them, hey, you guys got to chip in for the tab. Do this. <laughs> I had to skip out on the bill. Unbelievable. The year of the horse. What's I, got a, I got a couple questions for you guys. Ooh, okay. Super Bowl MVP props, prop bets. Okay. Have you guys had a chance to look at this? I like this. I have not seen who the what the odds are. Um, ready for my value pick, though? I don't know what the odds are for it. LeGarrette Blunt, Super Bowl MVP. Score the first touchdown? No, no Super Bowl MVP. I'm looking at it. I got it right now at plus 1,300. Plus 1,300? Whatever you're thinking of betting on it, just Literally take a match or a lighter and just light that money on fire. LeGarrette <laughs> Blount has 0% chance to win Super Bowl MVP. How about this See? for uh, a bet? Trump border wall special. When will Cruz break ground on the wall? Before July 4th, plus 110, or after July 4th, minus 150? What if it's on July 4th? That may be a... Ooh, is that bushy. a push? Is that a push? <laughs> Speak, push. Speaking, speaking of bets, I, I'll tell you guys, I, I did bet on Hillary to win. And then on election night, it was, you know, it started minus 400, then it went up to minus 600. And then, like, oh it came crashing down. And I kept betting the live bet of Hillary. Oh, wow. And I kept going, I go, this can't be true. Talk about a bad beat. That was one I didn't even see coming. You had live betting on the presidential election oh, during the oh, night? Listen, I bet on states. I bet on Pennsylvania. I bet on Michigan. I said, I thought the Democrats were going to sweep it up. <laughs> got cleaned, cleaned out. So I got a couple other, couple other prop bets for you guys, ones I love. Coin toss. I mean, you know, they say what in roulette? Roulette's probably the best game in if Vegas because it, it, it gives you 33% chance. A coin toss. 50-50 chance. Heads or tails? Tails. <laughs> I, I did tails in the Super Bowl in 2013. Uh, Denver, Seattle, I put a 500 bucks on it, and I won. You know what they say? They say the head of a coin weighs more, right? So it actually more frequently lands on that side. And then if they have the camera pan on it, they always show the head first without the tail. I think head's the way to go. That's got to be the biggest bullshit I've heard in 30 years. Look at the line. I'm telling you right now, right now, heads is minus 125, tails minus 105. 
The vids Shut are already up. juiced in. I swear to God. It's not Dang. minus one ten both. Nope. Okay, <laughs> guys, you guys gotta think about these things. We're gonna shoot some questions by you, Bob. Real quick fire. You gotta answer quick as possible, okay? Victor, you ready for this? Born ready, baby. Let's do this. All right, two minute drill with Bob. Wait, this is is this a lot of people asking? A lot of a lot. people asking a lot of questions. Let's go. A lot of a lot of people asking a lot of questions. That's our segment. You got it right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. First question, Bob. What is the favorite bet you ever made? Go. Ravens Super Bowl. Ravens Super 23. Bowl. Okay, 2012? 20, 13, yeah. Doesn't matter. Okay, Victor, you're up. What was the biggest bet you ever made? Ten grand. Holy shit. Okay, what's your favorite gambling movie? My favorite gambling movie. You know what I really liked was I didn't. What I thought was going to be good was that McConaughey Pacino movie. Oh, two for the it's money. Pretty, two for the money. Not yeah. good. Not good. I Not don't good. really have a good gambling movie. Rounders like is Rounders? probably the best one. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's your go. That's your go too. Just because you know the guy, the guy gets him at the end. That's yes. It. That's there really isn't a, there really isn't a good good gambling movie. I don't think. Mayweather or McGregor. Man, I'm gonna go with Mayweather only because you walked him out. You know we can't go against the uh, can't go against that that scene. I love that Victor thing. He walked him out for his fight against Pacquiao. No, it was Maidana, but good try. Movie night with the girls for a month or no gambling for a month? Wow, there's nothing like no gambling for a month is like starving to death. I'll take movie girls. <laughs> Brokeback Mountains playing four out of five nights, one night. <laughs> love it, love it. Horse eight. At least, there, at least there's horses in the movie. So hopefully, one the new edition, the the cut edition is gonna have some sort of horse race I can bet on. Oh, uh -huh. you bet horse races? Uh, only, only after Victor gave us that pick last week. The horse uh, is still running. Zippy the chippy. <laughs> um. Next question. Okay. Um. What is the most obscure sport you've ever been on? Korean baseball. I remember this. It's 4 a.m. I'm in L.A. Hammered. Need some action. I look at the total. Korean baseball. The line is set at five. I go, how can it not go over five? Of course it goes under. One nothing game. <laughs> Korean baseball. You knew nothing about Nothing, nothing. Sometimes you don't even need to know nothing to play the bet. Yeah. Did you take any days off when you had a baby um, from gambling? I have, I have. I have since stopped gambling. Um, I'm taking, I, I took, a, took a little time off. Okay. Did you sell uh, squares for your baby's weight when he was first born? So what we did was we sold, we didn't know the gender of the baby. So we took bets on the gender. So male, female, um, just like a roulette table, I'll go back to that analogy. You got black, red, and green. So we had odds for a boy, odds for a girl, and odds for hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodite was paying plus 2,000. I oh. put money on hermaphrodite. What was I thinking? Lost in the birth of my own son. So you, you really, have, you, have you completely stopped cold turkey now, or have you gotten back into it a little bit? I mean, for this podcast sake, I stopped cold turkey, but you never yeah, stop. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, though, it really comes down to you providing the show with some value. So these people need a lead pipe lock. So you got to give it to us before the weekends. The weekends come in Super Bowl. From all the props, from all the bets you see, what is the most value that you can give to this program and the listeners? Lead pipe lock. You heard it here first. First half under. The Super Bowl, wow. 28, 28 and a half. That's what I'm taking. That is ridiculous. Yep. I'm going to give shit. you... I'll give you one pipe, one uh, lead pipe prop. LP <laughs> squared is what we call it. <laughs> I love it. Under in the National Anthem. Luke Bryan? Oh. Luke Bryan. It's set at 2 minutes and 9 seconds. Okay. Uh, Every anthem he has sung before that has trended 
around 150 to 155. His, my contacts from Houston right now at the rehearsal saying he's going about 204 because he's trying to hold that extra note. It's set at 209. Um, I think it goes you know, under. I think it goes under. Nice I, think, I had 205 when uh, the girl from Frozen fucking sang. And um, you know what it is, though? you got to watch out with that flyover. The flyover, fly. they take a little break during, like, the brave part of it. She was like, Bray! and then here's she let the, them fly over. Here's the point. Uh, this isn't a dome. There's no flyover in this one. Oh, my God. Under it is. Dude, you did your research, Bob. You do research. That's what we do around here. Wow. I, I'm going to put the house on that bet. That's for sure. The under is definitely going to. It's always so fun. You're watching the game with your friends, and you're probably the only one with the stopwatch out because <laughs> otherwise you got no idea. <laughs> Everyone, I, I got, I got the stopwatch. You kidding me? It's, it's there. I just watched Luke Bryan perform at MGM Graham for New Year's Eve, and he was holding notes like no other. <sighs> I know one lock is Luke Bryan to not be wearing a hat before the national anthem starts. Usually wears a hat, but got a little small inside source. That says he is not wearing a hat. Wow. What are the odds? I need a line for that one. No hat is uh, minus 120, I think. Wow. Good stuff, guys. We really enjoyed having you on the show. Uh, The under-over of appearances on a lot of people asking for you was set at 1.5, and it looks like the under is going to hit. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> it was great having you, Bob. You're a great insider. We, we need to have your insight, you know, at least once a month. And uh, good luck with Marcello. Uh, Thanks, guys. So, Vinny, I've been eating these chickpeas, and I almost missed the podcast because I've been in the bathroom for the last like 15 to 20 minutes. When you said they were high in fiber, I didn't think they were that high. Oh yeah, these chickpeas are not only high in fiber, but they're roasted, they're delicious, and they're organic. Organic chickpeas from What You See Foods. What you see is what you got. Oh yeah, and what I got was my toilet. Number one in our hearts, but number two in the bathroom. More chickpeas, please! It's Super Bowl week, baby. Let's talk about my favorite Patriots going against the Falcons. And it's going to be a great game. Albano's favorite team, the New England fucking Patriots. Yeah, yes, that's that's who we're talking about. Also my favorite. But Mike, is it true that Kayla sent you a picture of golf clubs and said, are you still playing with Big Ben this weekend? Yes, and it's sent her a picture of Jake Skull and his new fiancé. Who's, who's Jake Skull? Did he used to date anyone? Uh, maybe Kayla Albano. Oh man! And uh, <laughs> let's talk about the let's talk about the game though. Let's get into the game a little bit. What do you guys see as impartial fans? What do you think is going to happen in the Super Bowl? Do you think Brady's going to hoist up his fifth trophy? I mean, what what do you see happening? Weiss never bets on the Patriots, so I think I know where he's going with this one. I think that the New England Patriots are going to get steamrolled. Now, honestly, I Atlanta Falcons plus three. Put it all on it. It's a lock. Put whatever you got. Your parents' fun, your mom's fun, your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, your bosses. I took Rory's, all his finances, put it on the Falcons plus three. I'll sprinkle a little on the money line, but it's a lock. Why? Stu Feynman. You know that guy? Winners, winners, winners. He says Stu Feynman. Did you just try to make Stu Feiner Jewish? Is he not a Jew? <laughs> I don't know. He just drinks lots of Cafe Bustello. <laughs> that spread hasn't moved, and it's 70% on one side. Uh, and what happened in the 2014 Super Bowl when it was 70% on one side? What happened? It, when it was 63%, and they got lucky that Malcolm Butler Holy came out and made a pick. And fucking Pete Carroll had the Patriots. So you're saying the Patriots? That can't. <laughs> Pete Carroll had the Patriots. That's got to be one of the biggest bonehead moves ever. 
ever not yeah. giving it to Marshawn. There's legit conspiracy theories that he didn't give it to Marshawn. And now he's out of the league. Ben, you bet on the Bucks this weekend, and that was against your your hometown team. Give us your real thoughts on the Super Bowl this weekend. My true thoughts are honestly that if you look at it, defensively this is such a mismatch for the Atlanta Falcons. And the fact is that the Patriots have a top-rated defense, and they're going against a team that can't cover defensively. Like, sometimes they're inconsistent. Sometimes they have good games defensively, but then other times they just, they're just they a sieve. You know, they give up so many passing and rushing yards. Their, their defensive line is small, so I think LeGarrette Blunt will be able to attack that defensive line very, effective line, very effectively, and I think he has a, a minuscule shot at getting Super Bowl MVP. Let me just say that. And that will open up things for Brady to throw the ball to a plethora of wide receivers. Chris Hogan. That's an SAT word. He'll be wide open. He'll be wide open all game. I mean, I do not see – I see it being a lower scoring game, though. I do. I'd say I honestly see maybe a 28 uh, to 17 victory for the Patriots. There's um, no way that the Falcons only score 17 points. Yeah, Vin, that was really cute the first time with the Steelers, but no fucking way. Shut the fuck up. 17 again. 17 again. Call it. Give us the real breakdown right here. A non-biased fan. Stop listening to this fucking idiot. Dude, I honestly, the Super Bowl makes me sick. You literally are sweating everything. As soon as you wake up, you have action on that. Like, did I wake up before 9.05? Did I wake up after 9.05? It, it is really sick how much action. Like, the Super Bowl squares. You got the under over the national anthem. You can't even really enjoy coin the game. Coin toss, coin toss, tails coin every. Toss. It's I mean, there's yeah. just there's it's just too much action for me. It, but if I had a guess and I had to put a bet in for the Super Bowl, I probably won't even bet it. But I would go with the Falcons. I think that what? Atlanta is just destined to win the Super Bowl this year. It's really good analysis. Matty Ice Ice Baby. It's going to be a steamroll. It's not even steamroll. This is going to be a steamroll against the Patriots. Oh, yeah. Weiss, I'll let you text me during the game how does my dick taste if the Falcons steamroll the Patriots. No, I wouldn't do it to you. No, real analysis, I think the game is going to be close to to around 31 to 30, 28, 27. I think it's going to be a field goal uh, wins the game at the last second, which would be funny for Gronkowski because if you think about it, he's never had a kick like that compared to Venateri, who had all those game-winning kicks Gostowski. in his career. Gostowski's like, never had a, a yep. big pressure pack kick in the playoffs. You're right. You're right. That's what I worry about him. Um, you know, he never really had that big kick, and, and in the playoffs last year he missed that extra point, which was huge. Um, I, it could very well come down to his leg. Um, because if you guys think you're going to stop Atlanta, you're crazy. They have so many weapons in the backfield and on the edge for um, as receivers. It, they're going to put up points no matter what happens. It's going to come down to who scores last, and I think that's going to come down to a field goal. And if it comes down to a field goal, it most likely means Atlanta covers. What do you guys um, think of the over-under of the game? Honestly, good question. Um, I, I love the uh, I love the under here. I'm an under guy. I always have been. Uh, this is the biggest over under in history. You got two juggernauts of offenses. Isn't the public all over the over? I love the over. It's not, it's not very high. It's 59. percent I, I mean, love the over. It depends yeah. what Belichick's game plan is. If he's gonna try running the ball and slowing the game down, he will. Then I, it, it's probably gonna go under. So let's move on. I can't wait till Super Bowl Sunday. Um, let's talk about the NBA for a little bit. We didn't we, we didn't mention it last week. There's a lot to talk about. Um, first off, we'll get into trade rumors and all that. Let me first off start by the hottest topic, by the hottest player. Isaiah Thomas is literally a one man wrecking crew right now. I mean, you got to consider him an elite basketball player right now. I mean, everybody is has been complaining for the Patriots Celtics to get a star. And they have one. They've had one this whole time. And I think it's time to embrace him. He had 41 yesterday, 24 in the fourth. I mean, he's playing unbelievable. He's unstoppable, I think. So 
and now they put him ahead in the the rankings over Cleveland on Sports Illustrated. Yeah, Brad Stevens is going to be closing the All Star game. I mean, so many things are looking up for the Celtics. Brooklyn Nets are absolutely awful. It looks like um, Markel Fultz is on his way to the Boston Celtics if the lottery please doesn't screw us over this year. I, I'm just very high on the Celtics right now. I had a guy at work finally come up to me, his diehard Celtics fan, and he was at the game last night. It was versus the Pistons, right? Yep. And he just goes, because I've been preaching to him, I'm like, you have a superstar. You have one of the ten best players in the NBA. He looks at me today and just goes, I'm a fucking believer. Wow. And, walk, and just walked away. Because he's he's unfreaking real. Unbelievable. What are you doing there? It's historic. Yeah, and it's like you got to start recognizing he's not just a small guy. He's like Allen Iverson. Like he's And what's obnoxious is all we're hearing about Charles Barkley and fucking LeBron James and like what Dwayne Wade thinks about it. I'm like, can <laughs> we get some press on real good right. basketball that's going on? The media loves crybabies. I mean, it's not only in politics, but also in sports, and they're glorifying that. What do you think about the Celtics trading for Carmelo Anthony? I know it sounds crazy, but I know I he's a lot of ca- Perfect fit. What? I think he'd be a good fit. Me too. I, I'm starting to come around to it because they need another scorer. Even if he's not a great defender, why not take the chance? They can they can go at Cleveland and beat Cleveland with Melo. If you're giving up that first pick, and I know you guys are all obsessed with it, but granted, it's going to take time to get that player good, and you want to compete for a championship now, you yeah. go out and you get Melo. And it's as a good a trip Knicks, for everyone. You're improving as your As a team. Knicks fan... As a Knicks fan, I want the Celtics to get Carmelo Anthony so they could have another key piece to beat Cleveland. Anybody but Cleveland. I know my Knicks are probably will make the eighth seed and get swept by Cleveland, but anybody but Cleveland. So I'm all in favor of Melo going over to the Celtics. So, Vic, you're in, you you agree that you think they would, it would make them a championship-level team? Oh, for sure. If you're giving up Avery or, or Marcus or Ja and, and then packaging that first pick and you're getting – a bona fide mid-range scorer who can drop 45 in his sleep, you got to go and fucking do it. Everyone talks about how he doesn't care and he's not a winner. He's won two of the biggest thing championships you can win, an Olympic gold medal and a fucking college title. He's been on some horrific Point. teams. His best teammate he's ever had, can any of you name it? Because I can, Chauncey Billups. Wow. That's his best teammate he's ever had. Maybe Amari the first year he got there, but besides that, yeah. he's had nobody. He's a, no, no, he hasn't, and, and it's you can blame Nick's ownership on that one. I mean, the thing is, we need somebody who can like who can score other than Isaiah. The other thing I was thinking about was Carmelo to the Clippers. I feel like that's a perfect place for him to just go and die, and and they still won't be relevant there. But the Clippers are still going to try to make that splash. Awful trade if they do it. They're done. Yeah, they're not going to beat any team in the West. No way. No way. The Clippers just needs to blow up. Dude, dude, the Clippers just have all these like big names, but there's not a team at all. They're just not a team. I, they're like the L.A. Dodgers. They make the playoffs. Everyone expects something of them, and they're in a big city, but nothing ever happens. Blake Griffin is not a winner. Victor, you bet on the 76ers last night. Did you know that they're number 10 in the NBA in defensive efficiency and also number one? in the NBA in defensive efficiency when Joel Embiid is on the floor? There's a lot of shit that I don't give a shit about. Those stats right there are definitely stats that I do not give a shit about. <laughs> defensive efficiency? What? <laughs> For the Philadelphia 76ers? Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Franco does, our, our scriptwriter. <laughs> Fire Franco. I don't even know how much we pay him or if he's on the payroll yet, but take away his 401k, take away any bonuses that we have given him, and fire him now. To talk about a defensive efficiency, I can't even pronounce the word, of the Philadelphia 76ers and have that as a list of topics is brutal. If he listens to this, you're fired. You're don't even bother writing ever again for us. And he's, I don't even know why we even thought about giving him a job 
but it is absolutely unbearable that he would think to write about defensive efficiency of the Philadelphia 76ers. How does he have the courage to write deficient, deficient, defensive efficiency of the Philadelphia? Like people want to subscribe and listen to hear us talk about the defense of Joel Embiid? Let fire Franco. Fire him. Yeah. Just another side note. People that say that they don't know someone, I, I don't even know who that is. Shut up. Go on your phone like you always do. Type in the freaking Facebook, Twitter, that person's name, and I guarantee you that person will come up, and then you'll be like, oh, now I know them. He's a fucking loser. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah. And honestly, if you don't know who these people are and, and you're getting bored of the podcast, turn it the fuck off. I don't give a fuck. Seriously. Listen, we have so much stock and equity in the Springfield Sting that we don't have to worry about this podcast because we are going to be millionaires because that is the best franchise in history of sports, the Springfield Sting. Saturday night, Sunday nights, who gives a shit what night? If the Springfield Sting are playing, you bet your damn balls I'm going to that game. What a fun time at the Springfield Sting. Victor, let's talk about the Australian Open real quick. Um, I got a voicemail from one of our, our uh, 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 devoted fans here. He calls me at like 1 in the morning. I'm trying to sleep. Phone's going off. Sleeping with a broad and just ruins the whole night. And I check my voicemail and this plays. Hey, Vin, a lot of people asking up here in Boston. Better off a big tennis match tomorrow. All-time greats going head-to-head. 3 a.m. Eastern time. That's midnight on the West Coast. If uh, Vic's out there watching tennis matches, I uh, just need to know who to put the 500 large on. Give me a call back. A lot of people asking. See ya. It's great to see our fans are really uh, trying, to, trying to look for some winners from us. Uh, uh, did you stay up for that, that what, 4 a.m. match? I think the time I boarded my flight at 7 a.m., it was still going on. The Australian Open. It was absolutely unbelievable. The performances were unbelievable. The rivalries were renewed. And a great little story, side note, I was watching the finals. It was midnight over here. I was dozing in and out of sleep. Finally got into a good sleep. And I, I woke up and I was hearing this loud grunting. And I was like, holy shit, must be, must be a pretty intense match. So I keep on listening. And in between sets, they're still yeah. grunting and moaning. And I'm like, this might not be the Australian Open. So I mute the TV, and my roommate must have been going to Pound Town Industrial because <laughs> it, the, the walls were rocking. I didn't even know how that I, I could think that the grunts were that loud. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. So being it Super Bowl Sunday this weekend, I thought story time should be about football. Raindrops, drop top, drop top, smoking no cooking the hot box. It was Easter night, nothing much going on. My brother had the keys to Donovan McNabb's Twitter account. He was posting every now and then, like son's first Christmas, kind of – kind of picking up a couple of thousand followers here and there, nothing too much. So it was Easter night, and Donovan, McNab Donovan McNabb ends up getting traded to Washington. I'm like, everyone's like, you got to tweet something. So my bro we're all thinking, so my brother comes up with, let's tweet out, is anybody selling a house in Washington? So Carlo tweets it from McNabb's Twitter. I mean, didn't think it would pick up any steam. This thing started catching steam. Everyone was retweeting it. We had followers going up the yin-yang. Like, famous people were retweeting it. And finally, I think it was the day after, the New York Post, ESPN, was using the tweet in the story that Donovan McNabb's Twitter read, is anyone selling a house in Washington? So on Easter night, we came up with our first viral tweet ever. 
And that was actually from us. It wasn't Donovan McNabb. I'm sorry, Donovan McNabb, if you're listening. But Wait, how did you get Donovan McNabb's Twitter? Because Donovan McNabb didn't have a Twitter. So Carlo was just like using it, just like pretending to be Donovan McNabb. Wait, can we talk about this? Yeah, uh, under habeas corpus law, I think I fine. I got a lawyer. We're good. Was McNabb already over the hill when this happened? Oh, he's in his prime. Great story time. Now, let's get down to the end of this, uh, seg- this, this show. It's been a fun show, everybody, but people want their locks, all right? Let's go around one by one. Give us a lead pipe lock this week. Michael, start us off, baby. The Dirty Birds, baby. They're coming to play. It's it's their time. Fucking, they've had one championship in the entire fucking state in the past, like, 50 years. The Atlanta Falcons come to play. I don't know if they end up finishing the job and winning it, but they keep it mighty fucking close, and they cover the plus three spread. Let's fucking go, Matty Ice and those boys. Vic Beasley, come on, show up. Let's get after Brady. Let's have a good game, and let's fucking cover the spread. Boom, action, going 3-0. and My lead pipe lock, signed, sealed, and delivered. Taylor Gabriel to score the first touchdown. Might have to scroll down. Might not even know who Taylor Gabriel, Gabriel. Gabriel is. 16 to 1. Winner. Wow. That's a juicy one, Vic. Well, I'm just going to give it to you, plain and simple people. You parlay the Patriots spread with the under, and you've got yourself a payday, baby. The Patriots are going to absolutely destroy the Atlanta Falcons and show them once and for all that they are frauds. The Patriots are going to go into Houston, they're going to run all over the Falcons, and they're going to take care of the clock. And they're going to pump fake. They're going to play fake. There's going to be a trick. And play. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that was, you're a lame like, Why don't you fucking go out on a limb and think of something better than that? Like, at least say Patriots money line. Patriots spread. You sound like everyone fucking else. Talk like why the real you think Patriots money wrong. line? That's even worse than taking Patriots spread, you idiot. You're a fucking loser. Keep going. That's fucking I can't up. wait till next podcast when Vic and I are both fucking dumping on your chest. Let him speak. Let him speak. Sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm not going to dig any deeper. I, I know what my pick is. It's not even betting with my heart. It's knowing the fact that we have the best defense around, and they've gotten us this far, and we didn't come this far just to get this far. This is a win by the Patriots, and I really want people to make money with me. You're more predictable than a Lifetime movie. Honestly, guys, you can suck my big fucking balls because the Patriots are winning this fucking Super Bowl. And I'm going to come to Vegas, and I'm going to come to Boston, and I'm going to stick my dick in both of your faces, and one of you guys is going to suck it. Ben, I want to create my own prop. Since that there's a snowstorm coming to Massachusetts, I want to do a prop. What will there be more of? Inches in the snowstorm or your inches, Ben? I go, Ben. I lived with you for three years, buddy. I know where that thing hangs. <laughs> Let's give the listeners another lead pipe lock for a Saturday because, honestly, guys, Sunday's great, but you need to be up money going into the Super Bowl or else everyone gets a little snake bit, right? You're kind of nervous. You don't know what to do. So let's find a couple locks on Saturday. I know you guys probably aren't looking, but I'm always a forward thinker. So I got a couple if you don't mind me just throwing them out there. Yeah, give them to us. I like Syracuse. Money line at home versus Virginia at 12 o'clock on Saturday. That Q's team's getting hot. They've they've won two in a row. Virginia had a bad loss to Villanova uh, at the buzzer. I don't know if you guys saw. Let a 12-point lead in the final six minutes evaporate. And Q's coming off a big win versus FSU. I like the Q's money line. I bet they open up or end up opening up as like a two or three point favorite. Hammer it. They're going to fucking win, and it's not going to be close. Bayham's got those boys playing good basketball again. Hey, and Vic, just so you know, it's Brett Musburger's uh, last um, game tonight. Yeah, to show my respect, I've watched the game on mute the whole entire time. (laughs) (laughs) He's drunk off Kentucky bourbon tonight. Oh, he's shit-faced, and he took the over, no matter what. I want to work for Brett Musburger. 
<laughs> Mr. Muskerberger, please hire me. Well, that's going to do it for another edition of A Lot of People Asking. I hope you guys enjoyed the program as much as we enjoyed making this episode. Um, no, no special fucking guest. We have Nick Bataluke, and don't worry, it's next on. week, Erlin's Noel. Erlin's Noel is coming next week. You're going to see him this one. Erlin's Noel is joining us. I thought Bobak was a really good guest, and all of our listeners who say, I don't know who you're talking about half of the time. Well, this guy is going to become a household name after this episode. Yup. Okay, so give us your final thoughts. Go, Michael White. Fuck David Franco. My final thought is, how did Arizona State get Blake Barnett to commit to Arizona State over all the other schools? And I want to be on that next recruiting trip because all I know is Arizona State definitely just snuck in a 10, 11, and say, make sure you get this guy to commit. And she did her damn job. After he left the room, he signed on the dotted line. He said, baby, I'm going to Arizona State Sun Devils. Any final thought? Yeah, final thought, actually. Final thought for me. Uh, Josh Stambowski is getting a lot better since that first podcast. He's out of intensive care. Stambo's strong wristbands are being sold on uh, Facebook, and you can Venmo Zach Stambo, and you can get a wristband there. Uh, so it's good to hear that he's doing a little better, and day by day, I just hope that uh, he can make a full recovery. Stambo strong, baby. Let's go. Stambo strong. Guys, everybody sign off. Let's give everybody a good boom, all right? One, two, three. Boom. Boom! Boom! Let's fucking go! Go pass, baby! Slow, turn it fast, turn it, stay, turn it, we'll turn it.